Confidence is the operative word uh, with this young man, Jake Fraser McGurk, in his second ODI. 41 off 18 balls with three sixes that came after he made 10 off five uh, with a four and a six on ODI debut and a 29 ball century against Tasmania earlier on in the season in the domestic one-day competition. I'm pleased to say that Jake Fraser McGurk joins us on Summer Grandstand around Australia. Uh, Jake, welcome. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Absolutely my pleasure. I'm led to believe you had an eight-hour drive from uh, Victoria to South Australia to ponder it. Uh, What did you reflect on after your, your two ODI matches and an ODI debut? Yeah, I haven't actually done a lot of um a lot of reflecting. You would have thought that eight hour drive was a great opportunity too, but I was um I was doing it with Jordan Buckingham, so he made it a little bit more uh, bearable for me, which was good. Yeah, just listening to uh, ABC Sport the whole way, obviously as well. So that doesn't leave a lot of time for uh, reflection. Uh, what were the emotions like after your ODI debut? Yeah, obviously it was something that I really, you know, was enjoyed to do um, and to be able to get that opportunity quite early in my career is, um, is amazing. So, um, yeah, the feelings were, there was a lot of mixed feelings, you know, um, some happiness, some gratitude towards everyone who's been involved in my career personally. But, um, yeah, just an amazing opportunity to get um, early in my career. How many texts did you receive from friends, family, people you haven't heard from in 10 years? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people coming out. Um out of the woods, but um, no, nah, yeah, a few a few messages here and there. I still, I'm still getting back to them now. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's been it's been a hell of a ride the last week, um, and hopefully, I can sort of get an opportunity again when, if time comes. It felt like there was a very clear decision by yourself that you were going to go after it. You weren't going to be uh, paralysed by nerves on debut. You made ten off five. I mentioned the six, and obviously the the boundary four as well, but the 41 off 18, how conscious a decision was that? Or was it just, look, that's just the way I bat. Well, I've been, um, I've been picked for a reason and, and that's what I've been doing the whole season. So why would I change that? Um, just because it's at a higher level, you know, I think you got to show, you got to show some confidence and you got to show some self-belief in your ability. And um, as I said, you know, I've been picked there and to do that role specifically. And, and that's what I've been doing all year. So I just kept backing myself and, and um, just kept to my processes and, and yeah, it paid off. It's one thing that we, we keep hearing about you, that you're a pretty confident young man. And I, I say that uh, full of respect, not in a demeaning way. Where does that, confidence and self-belief come from i'm not sure i think it was just the way i was sort of raised um i've i've always had confidence in myself and i've always believed that i can i can score as many runs and and hit as many boundaries um and you know even off field you know you got to sort of hold your head up high and um i think everyone's got some sort of confidence in them which um which is crucial to being a you know a domestic player and an international cricketer. You got to have self belief and confidence. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I've always sort of had that. It's been instilled with me since I was younger. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to change who I am just because um, you know I'm playing at a higher level. Do you go through any of the the normal insecurities that that most cricketers speak about, doubting your game at at different points in time? I mean, you're anointed early on as the next big thing, and um, maybe had a, a little bit of a, not a down period, but it didn't come as quickly and now it has arrived. Did you go through the doubts? Um, I mean, everyone's everyone's got doubts. It's just sort of how you manage those. Um, 
there was definitely some nerves and you know I, I think I went in for the when in my debut I went into the rooms a bit too early and padded up too early so I had probably about 20 minutes just sitting there <laughs> and going through going through all these sorts and um, as soon as I sort of went over that rope, they all sort of disappeared and had a clear head again and, and just went out there and, and played the way I play. What were some of those thoughts? Was it the, the worst case scenario, sort of what if what if this happens? What if I get a golden duck? Uh, not really, just more, um, more. I don't know. It's just, yeah, you're always going to have those sort of nerves. Some of the thoughts were just, Dreaming of like dreaming of this moment sort of thing and, and like being nervous about that. You know, I've been ever since I was a young kid, I wanted to play for Australia and, and it was sort of a it only hit me about those twenty minutes before. Um so yeah, it sort of all rushed in a bit, but after that it was all sweet. Jake Fraser McGurk chatting to us on Summer Grandstand. Uh, the twenty nine ball century against Tasmania earlier on in the season. We know that you went over and played some franchise um cricket. Uh, did you have you received many calls from franchises around the place in the wake of that knock, or did you? Um, I wouldn't say just because of that innings alone. Hmm. Um, obviously, a, a pretty decent big bash has helped that. So um, there, there's been some chat around um, different franchises and things like that, um, and, and that's going to happen. But really, I'm just focusing on my next game, and, and that's on Wednesday against Queensland in the one day, one day comp. So. Um, yeah, don't sort of look too far ahead. What do you think when you hear someone like Ricky Ponting say that he believes your your skills are certainly transferable to um, test match cricket and that you could potentially play test match cricket for Australia? Yeah, it's an amazing you know honour to have someone of Ricky Ponting's status say that. Um, you know, he's a great of Australian cricket, and you know he's he's called a lot of things before. Like I've seen him on commentaries pretty much reading the game three hours before it even happens. So um, to have someone like that say that, is, it means a lot and it means the world. Um, and there's, there's a lot of people out there who, who don't think that my sort of technique can, can last at a longer format level. But I did make um, that uh, Shield 100 this year. And um, even though it was at a pretty quick rate, I still think my defence was, was really good in that. And um, it's definitely something that I've been working on. So... Um, yeah, it's an amazing honour to be to have someone of that standard say that. Is it something that's important to you playing Test cricket for Australia? Yeah, I think it should be important to every domestic player and even every sort of kid growing up. Um, I grew up watching Test cricket, so that was sort of. I said to my dad, I said, "Dad, I want to do that. I want to do that." Ever since I was from, you know, eight years old. So, um, yeah, it was a nice to get a bit of a taste of it in the shorter form and and all that. But yeah, that's where the um, that's where the dreams still lie. Jake Fraser McGurk with us on Summer Grandstand. Uh, there's been a little bit of chatter about whether you could come in for the T20 World Cup, which is slated for later this year in the USA and the West Indies. Um, do you feel like you could contribute to the team over there in that World Cup? Uh, yeah, definitely. I definitely feel like I could contribute. Um, and it's honestly, I'm not really thinking too much about it. But um, if I if I do get picked and if I get an opportunity, I'd Definitely think I can contribute. Um, I think it suits my game pretty well, um, the, the shorter form as well. Um, but no, it, it's I'm not expecting anything and I'm, and I'm not, you know, thinking that about that too much. But, um, but yeah, if, if you're asking me if I feel like I can contribute, I, I feel like I definitely can. Have the selectors given you any inkling around that as to whether you, you might be 
around the squad or, or in the frame? Uh, no, not yet. And um, to be honest, I'm not. I'm not sure even if they will. But <laughs> it's um, it's it's um, it's not really something I'm, I'm really, you know, yeah, focusing on at the moment. I'm just trying to finish off the season for South Australia really well, and then whatever happens, happens. I guess. Uh, tell me about the nickname, the Rooster. It is uh, a great nickname in Australian sport at the moment, and we've had some good ones over the years. Uh, how did you get it, and who who gave it to you? Yeah, I think it was um, it was one of the senior blokes at Richmond Career Club um, in in Melbourne when we were on a preseason camp in um, in Sale actually, and it was about four thirty in the morning, and um, and the Roosters were making the same noise as McGurk, but like obviously a bit of a more of a high pitched sort of tone. Um, and someone said, That's, that sounds like your last name. And then all the boys started calling me, and it's stuck ever since. Mm. It's a great nickname. Um, most people get nicknames they don't like, and that's why they stick. But you've, you've got a good one. So uh, hang tough. And, and good to see you just slink into international cricket with, uh, you know, sort of a, a, a strange number like number 23 that doesn't have much fame associated to it in world sport. How did you get number 23? <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously an honour to be wearing number 23. You know, I had a message from Michael Clark saying it, it suits me, um, which is obviously really good. Um, yeah, uh, just happened to be available, so definitely um, just took it. So, yeah, that's, that's really good. It's Yeah, right. So did Clarky just text you out of the blue, or how did that conversation come to pass? Um, yeah, just I woke up one day and looked on my Instagram and, and um and Michael Clark was sent me a message and obviously got back to that one pretty quickly. Yeah, very nice on Instagram too. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, approach from Michael Clark, but I like it. Uh, Jake, appreciate your time. Great to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, we're all enjoying watching you uh, dominate at domestic level and pull on the green and gold for Australia. Best of luck.